0: Welcome. This is the Real Estate Investing Mastery
1: Podcast.
0: Hey, what's going on, guys? Joe McCall from the Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast. And I'm doing a little video introduction here for The next series of four to five podcasts that we're going to be releasing. About a month ago, my coaching business partner, Gavin Timms, who's the guy, you can't see that very well, we did this workbook. We did a workshop where this workbook came from. And it was really, really good. It was an all-day workshop. We called it the Virtual Profits Workshop. And on that... Workshop all day Saturday event. We did a lot of teaching. We taught people how to find deals, how to talk to sellers, how to find sellers, how to find buyers. We talked about systems and processes and we walked through case studies of actual deals. It was a really, really good event. And so I said, we've got to release this as a series of podcasts. And so that's what this next four or five episodes are going to be all about. And so I'm not going to record a new introduction for each of them. We'll just probably replay this same intro to those four podcasts. So if you've already heard this before, I'm my apologies, but it was a really good podcast. And you're going to walk through this stuff in this manual. And in fact, what I might do, in fact, I will do this. If you go to realestateinvestingmastery.com, realestateinvestingmastery.com, I want to have my podcast guy, David, put this workbook. It's a 20, 25 page PDF. I'm going to have him put this in the on the website for the episodes. If you go to Real Estate Investing Mastery, that's where all my podcasts are and uh, that's where you can get show notes and transcriptions links and things like that So I want to encourage you to go get this workbook because it's going to be really helpful for you We actually use this as our agenda um, for notes And so there's a lot of things that are really important points that are kind of like fill in the blank in this workbook So Gavin and I, we've been working together for almost five years, maybe a little bit more And he's a great coach And so he's kind of the main coach in my publishing education side of my business And it was really good One of the things that we did was we interviewed four different coaching clients that are doing really well doing deals part-time and full-time that are just crushing it. And we interviewed them and talked about what's working now it wasn't just a uh, way that we can kind of share and brag and get nice testimonials. It's really was more educational, like what's working now in the industry that people can use. And so I think you're going to find a lot of value out of those podcasts. So again, we start with what's your big why? Why are you in this business? Why are you doing what you do? And then we talk about the technical stuff of what is it that, what are the tools that you need? How do you find the sellers? What do you say to them? How do you make the offers? Um, All that good stuff. So I think you're going to get. I don't think I know you're getting a lot of value out of these podcasts. So if you're interested in getting this workbook right here, uh, go to realestateinvestingmastery.com. Do a search for Virtual Profits Workshop. We're going to be calling these podcasts Virtual Profit Workshop, and each of them will have a um, each of them will have kind of a, a title or a subject. Um, and on the show notes will be a link to get this workbook. Also, if you want to work with me and Gavin, if you want to be our next success story, somebody that's actually doing deals, then I want to encourage you to go to coachjoe.net coachjoe.net that'll take you to a page that explains the program that Gavin and I have and what we do with folks. It's an application only process, so we don't take everybody. In fact we turn down a lot of people that just aren't ready for it. And if you're wanting though to get started, if you're wanting some help with getting your marketing set up, your system set up, if you want some done with you and some done for you, I'd encourage you to go to coachjoe.net, coachjoe.net and apply. It's just a simple application. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Tell us about your goals, your situation. Where are you now? Where do you want to be? And we'll get on the phone and see if we can help you, okay? So go to coachjoe.net for that. Enjoy these episodes, guys. I know you're going to get a lot of value out of them. I'm hoping that you do. And these might be, I feel like, some of the most important podcast episodes that I've released in a long, long time. So enjoy them. And I will see you guys later. Don't forget to get the show notes, the transcripts, this workbook, all of the links that we talk about. Go to Real Estate Investing Mastery. Realestate investing mastery.com. Look up on the search bar virtual profits workshop, and you'll find these four or five episodes.
1: We'll see you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Guys, how are we? Going into my money making time, brother. I got. I know. know.
2: Well, I told you. I just (laughs) needed you for fifteen minutes. All right. (laughs) That's all I ask. I appreciate it. You guys getting on? We're going to probably just ask you a few questions and engage with you. And kind of, we've got a lot of people watching us on Zoom. We have nearly about five eighty. That's without Facebook. So we're well over six hundred, probably seven hundred people watching. And we want to just share kind of what you guys have been doing uh, from a virtual level. So um, I guess we'll we'll jump back and forth accordingly, and I'll try and use your full name because again, I brought Chris and Chris on. Again, wasn't my smartest, both of you on at the same time. So I guess, Chris Arnold, let's start with you. Obviously we've been working together, I don't know, a few months, I don't know, six months, I don't know how long it's been, four months? It started in May. May, okay. Yeah and you are in California so what we've been talking about so far this morning is people in California it's a hard market we decided to go virtual right you were trying to do it in California a little bit we went we went virtual so let's talk about where you've gone kind of what what you've been doing Uh, talk about your process a little
3: bit. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So I live in the San Francisco Bay area. Um, So it's a a hot market. It's also super expensive here to start a wholesaling business, which you brought up very quickly when we started talking together, working together. And so you said, we need to find a market um, that's not necessarily in your state, that you're going to be able to start turning deals a little bit quicker with a you know, with good rents to mortgage ratios and stuff like that. So we started looking in the South. We started looking in a couple cities in Louisiana, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Lafayette. And yeah. then we did, we did peak at Houston, but it was such a hot market, a virtual market for people that you said it probably wasn't a good idea to start there. Yeah. And so what we finally decided on was Baton Rouge. And then so we turned on the marketing. We found some buyers initially, followed your system, and then started generating some deals within three weeks, at least conversations, selling conversations within the first week. And then they kind of evolved from there.
2: And you're a little different, right? And you guys being on, on together is, is quite unique because you, you've got two different stories and, and situations. That, like for you, Chris Arnold, right, is that you, were, you came out the box a thousand mile an hour, not even a hundred, a <laughs> thousand mile an hour, right? Yeah. It was all for you about actually trying to hold you back, right? Because we, take, we talk about taking massive action and then you take it to a new level of that, <laughs> which works, right? Good and bad. Yeah. So talk about, you know, the offers that you were doing, the contracts that you got, kind of the ones that worked out and how that process kind of was working for you, what you were doing.
3: So what we started doing, which is the basic of our training, is we send three offers. We send a wholesale offer, wholesale lease option offer, a sandwich lease option offer and a wholesale offer. So for the most part, at the beginning, every person I spoke to got three offers right? So I sent three offers, sent three offers. And then I started finding out and fine tuning, hey, this offer isn't going to work for them. And it wasn't positioning me right. So then I started focusing on wholesale offers. And then within three weeks, I had two contracts. I had one uh, lease option, which was my first lease option wholesale deal. And then I had a wholesale deal. And so both those came in on a Saturday. And then so I started working those. And then what Eventually ended up happening. So over the course of the next 30 days, we got nine contracts in and eight of those were wholesale deals. And then, you know, but, you know, things happen. Contracts don't work out. Timing didn't work out. And so we ended up closing five of them.
2: Okay. So hold on though. This is really important. Nine contracts, right? One lease option, eight wholesale, you close five. But the difference was, is that you were making offers, right? Is there one part of you that said, I'm a hundred percent confident in what I'm doing. I understand this process. <laughs> no Absolutely not. Right. Yeah. You're just going at it, but look, and also, so we got. Five contracts. What did that contracts, just big numbers, what did they gross in roughly? 23000 Okay, so $23,000 on a virtual yep. level, okay, nine contracts in the first month. Now, another big point that I want to point out to everyone, because it'd be unfair not to say this, is that you were working the business. And when I'm talking working, I mean, you. this is what you were doing every single day. You was yep. not working two hours a day to, to hit these numbers, right? No. Yep.
3: Okay. It's okay. the first thing I did in the morning, last thing I did at night. It was just, you know, to push it to that critical mass where contracts started coming in.
2: Absolutely. Okay, so let's say then, how many offers and sellers did you talk to that month? So I I don't have my numbers in front of me. I'm going to guess we did 90 offers
3: or 93 offers out. So we would have talked to 200 plus sellers to get to that.
2: Okay, so 200 sellers, 90 offers. Okay, you're working crazy. And people are like, the, the reason where I'm going with this is people are like, I can't do that. I don't have the time to do that. But what I'm actually trying to do, guys, is if you actually take this down to proportional, you're still doing deals. That is the key. So everyone might not be able to to do 200 sellers or to to make 90 offers right, over the space of six, seven weeks or whatever it was, and to get that many contracts. But if you can do a portion of that that's what it's going to take you to do a deal, right? And I think that's kind of what I'm trying to get out and, and, and people to actually see a visual on this. So what, what's kind of some of the, the challenges and some of the wins that you've, you've seen yourself working in this business? So I would say one of the biggest challenges,
3: other than getting started and being committed and getting on the phones, you know, those yeah. are the basic things. You know, there's a lot of noise to push through. There's other wholesalers in your market. There's, you know, there's investors in your market. And so I noticed within the first two weeks, how I knew I was making headway is I was running into other wholesalers. I was running into realtors. I was running into investors. And the way that I saw it is it, it was intimidating at first because I don't speak that language altogether. I'm still learning it.
2: Yeah. But what I started
3: Noticing is people started remembering my name from talking to me on the phone, just from getting an offer. Yeah, it was a low offer; it wasn't an offer that didn't work. But we parted. Said, "Hey, it doesn't work." But then another property came up that maybe that realtor was listing, and then another wholesaler. So it gave me more strength to know that people were hearing my name and and remembering it. And so they're, "Oh yeah, I talked to you the other day." And so at first it was intimidating. So that was a major. I think for me the obstacle was just getting in and letting people know who I was in that. That market because that's i don't live there right yeah i coming into this market virtually trying to become known and help out and serve that community and so yep. i think that was one of the biggest things
2: absolutely and the exciting thing is is that you know you doing that as quickly as you did and that's with very little follow-up i like I've not seen numbers like it. Okay? And I said that to you, like very impressive, but you worked it. I mean, you, you were working to, to hit that. And I think, well, okay, well, you did that in that short amount of time. If you can get on your follow-up now, you know, out of them 200, there's another 10, 15, easy in the next six months, just what's in the CRM. And that's, uh, that's what's exciting. Um, people are saying here a couple of questions that are coming in. What marketing, how did you get these leads coming in?
3: So you want me to answer that so when I started working together you're as my coach you helped me set up my system so we went in and we pulled some leads from list source and then we got some cold callers on them to generate leads yeah and, but that was only like I had one cold caller bringing in maybe two leads a day mm-hmm. and so that's like Thirty minutes of work for you to call them, make an offer. Yeah. And so I started supplementing that with Zillow for rents and then Zillow for sales, just to get into the habit of making offers. Yeah. And so that kind of grew from there. And then to touch on your point a second ago, where you said the follow-up is where the money is. When I started focusing on the contracts in month two that came in, three or four contracts just kind of came
2: in from that momentum. It's incredible <laughs> when you see it, right? And that's what people don't understand and, and, and Chris is Chris White going to talk on this as well in a minute. Building that that momentum and seeing that it's not always the success doesn't always come today, right? You need to stick in there because it's going to just spiral. Right. Is what you were seeing. And that's what's exciting, you know, to take them numbers. One last other thing as well that was interesting about you that caught my eye before we even worked together was the accountability. You were in the accountability group that we ran at the time. And you could understand from that that it was obviously a numbers game. Right. And what you just said, if anyone missed it, guys, was he said that he was just making offers. He was doing more marketing so he could learn how to make more offers faster. And that's what we talked about in this morning's session is making them offers faster because you have to break the cycle. If you want to be different and you want to actually do these deals, we need offers going out. We need the, the follow-up to be on. So awesome. Um uh, anything you can hang a minute Chris. Yeah. Anything else you want to share quick and I'll, I'll jump back to you but
3: yeah I think you should definitely get a coach who's closing deals in your market. Absolutely I mean that was one of the main things and having direct access to you and having systems in place to help generate leads for you. So those two things were key.
2: Yeah but for you You were like a madman in a nice way. Right. I mean, you were just like going at it like a ball, which was awesome because that's what we want. That's what we teach. Right. That's what we're trying to get other people to do. And you just needed like, okay, put this in. This is going to, you know, systemize you to, to start working smarter, not harder. So, yeah. Awesome. Good job. And I appreciate you, obviously you getting on, but hang out uh, here in yeah. a second, unless you got to go. Cause I know I only said 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I've got, you. I got you 15, but Chris White, how are you?
1: I'm good, brother. Good to be here with you. Thanks. I appreciate
2: for me. it. We just did a great podcast, okay, that went on to Joe's show as well. So go and check them out. Real Estate Investing Mastery Podcast, it's on there, or REI Network Podcast with me. Go and check them out. We just actually, I think, went out a week or two ago. Powerful story. I wanted to get you on because it's kind of like Chris Arnold here coming out the blocks and doing what he did on a virtual level. And then you being in a much more competitive market and how you needed to kind of stay in, you know, to get resort so tell us a little bit about you what what market you're in and, and how things have been going
1: yeah I'm in two markets right now Denver Colorado which is where I live and virtually in Kansas City Missouri yeah so kind of kind of the crazy quick tidbit about my story and and kind of the high-level thought I would offer everyone listening is that real estate, I think Gavin would agree with this, is what we do is 90% mindset. And the tidbit about my story is I started my investing career in Kansas City virtually because I was too afraid to invest in my own market because I was just too afraid. And the craziness about that is I didn't know what I was doing. I actually moved to Kansas city for four months. Uh, my parents lived there. So that's why I chose Kansas city. And yeah. I moved there, lived in my parents' basement and my wife was pregnant in Denver. So okay. just to give you like, yeah, hopefully, yeah. hopefully people are going, what the, you did what? You know, yeah. like this, just,
2: and this is, I don't want to cut you off, but this, when we did the podcast, this is like a powerful, we just did the why earlier and this is super powerful. So anyway, carry on. This is yeah, a- so
1: I was living in Kansas City. I I, I was do I did some deals there. Was making some money, and I was under a lot of pressure and stress in my own mind because I knew I had to get back to Denver because we're going to have this baby. And long story short, I ran out of runway. The baby was coming. I had to come back. I came back to Denver in february of 2020 this year and i was just you know i was under a lot of stress six figures in debt and my wife's a full-time stay-at-home mom um, she does help me out in the business she's a yeah. one of my assistants but you know i was scared like just to be transparent i was scared i was nervous i'm in mm-hmm. denver it's I'm, I'm back in that same mindset i was before i went to kansas city like yeah. What am I going to do? I got a baby coming. Like I'm, I'm six figures in debt. I've got a couple months of income in the bank. Like I'm, I was just all in my head because I, I didn't have any other option, right? And that was right before I, I met you, Gavin.
2: Yeah, and and just me, just so, and it wasn't down to me, right? you put in the work which we're going to get to. So I don't want anyone to feel that, oh, I came in and and solved everything. That isn't the case. And I don't want to make out that 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 was it. Because in fairness to you, and we're going to dig into this, is that you've got a baby coming, your back's against the wall more than ever, you're in a ton of debt, right? And it's now or never, pretty much, right? I mean, we're down to the line of, you're going back to Kansas with the whole family, living with your parents, and this is what's gonna be happening if we don't figure this out,
1: correct? Right, yeah, we were, in my head, I thought maybe I had about 60 days and I was gonna call my dad and say, hey, what do you think about me and my wife and my two kids, you know, my four-year-old and my baby that we're about to have come into the house. I yeah. was like in a 60-day window, And that was kind of right when I met you.
2: Yeah. So then, and you've got a partner, right? Because again, we can't achieve everything on our own. You've got an awesome partner uh, with Joe in Denver as well. Super smart guy. You guys came on, we kind of put this plan in place. But talk about from a lead gen standpoint, how you know, what it took and, and how that momentum built and how long it took to actually see success in a market like Denver.
1: Yeah, it took us right at about 90 days, give or take a couple of weeks and the biggest challenge in that window of time goes back to mindset and the biggest challenge was being patient number one and trusting in the process it's easy to say i'm sure everybody's heard people like gavin and joe talk about this on their trainings and podcasts like you got to trust in the process. You got to be patient. You got to, easy to say, but when you're six figures in debt, you got a kid on the way and you're opening a new market, one of the most competitive markets in the country, it's more difficult to be patient and to trust in the process because I need a deal today. Agreed. But Agreed. yeah, it took about 90 days.
2: And one of the biggest things working with you on that is constantly keeping you in in the mindset, right? Of keep going, not giving up. From a coaching standpoint, I don't know what's going to happen. All I need to know is that you're doing what you need to do every single day, and I know it will happen. So trying to transition that into you is to go, keep going, keep making the offers if you followed up, accountability, right? But then talk about pretty much how everything can change in seven to 10 days.
1: Yeah, in 7 to 10 days, this is now about I want to say 30 days ago in about a 7 to 10 day window about 30 days ago, we got seven contracts and we have closed 100 and like $59,000 of assignment fees from those contracts. Yeah, so That's and we've got two more deals under contract. Um, one we're gonna keep as a rental. We bought it for twenty three thousand. We're gonna put twenty nine thousand into it. We got about five thousand in money costs. We're gonna be about yep. fifty seven thousand all in, and we're gonna rent it for a thousand bucks a month. And then we're closing on our ninth deal here in a couple of weeks that's got twenty three thousand in it. Incredible.
2: So, Incredible. So we have nothing. Seven days later, if I or it's eight, nine days later, I remember you having 137,000 in closing, right? From follow-up, okay? From building momentum now to drive on to now getting up to 159 total in closing to now going and buying a rental to now getting another 23,000 something in closing. Now we have momentum to drive on. Right. And it's amazing. Right. And, and people here, you can probably see, you know, in the comments because I get I get goosebumps thinking about it because I'm living in it. You know, I'm having conversations with you, your partner and, and trying to, you know, motivate. And you just have to have that self-belief. You have to have that grit and determination to keep going. Right. And we talked earlier about a strong why. If your why is weak, you give in. You're done. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna grind it out, right? If you're two months trying to do it, you, you, you're in the situation. Now we've got another ninety days to go. You ain't gonna. You're gonna throw in the towel, but you couldn't because the strong, the why was stronger than than anything else to keep going. And then boom, momentum kicks in right? They don't just come, we're not talking one deal. They come seven, right? It was an unbelievable. I remember giving both of you a telling off. I was like, seven days, guys, how we doing? Just checking in. Oh yeah, we're all good. We've got 139,000 in closing. I was like, what? (laughs)
1: That's insane.
2: (laughs) And everything can change on a dime. And I actually did a podcast, everything can change on a dime because literally that's how your situation can change, right? Straight away, and no one knows it could change to someone else today, right? Tomorrow. We, we don't know. All we can do is control what the day-to-day things, right? That's all you can do. All Chris White can do is to talk to sellers, to do marketing, to talk to sellers, to make offers and follow-up. That's all he can do. That's all he can control. Nothing else he can control other than that. But by doing that, the outcome will come. And obviously for you, okay, fantastic you know it happened it's now changing your life obviously to now going we're having acquisition right you're building now obviously along with joe you guys are taking it to the next level so fantastic anything else chris that you kind of want to share obviously you've done your, your wins and your challenges but you know anything else and obviously joe mccall is back guy joe if you've got anything for him as well i don't want to keep him here too long it's just inspiring to
0: see guys that are um, real you know oh, absolutely because i I've been doing this for 11 12 years well 14 years and sometimes i forget what it was like way way back then and it brings up a lot of emotions thank god you know it's just inspiring and uh, i just love hearing these stories and i know i'm seeing the comments here in the chat it's like people are getting it they're inspired if you guys i don't know chris and chris if you can see the chats but if you guys been uh, you guys appreciate what these guys have shared with you right now just type in the chat and say yes
2: yeah super
0: super powerful oh yeah stories. here it comes beautiful <laughs>
2: And and to be fair as well to them, right, kudos, not once did you complain and start whining, right? You're just getting on with it. Because that's all you can, again, that's all you could do. And and picking a market, I'm going to say one other thing for Chris here? We had a conversation, Denver's going, Denver's rocking, where should we go? What should we do next? Again, look at your surroundings, look at your resources, right? He was from Kansas. He has family and friends in Kansas City. It makes sense, right? We're looking at this market or that market where you don't know anyone. Oh no, we have some power on the ground. We might have a runner to go and take pictures, lockbox things like that. So we decided to go into Kansas and Chris, you did a, Chris White, you got a contract probably week one, I think.
1: Yeah. The the first week we went into Kansas, we just took the system and the process you helped us build in Denver, just dropped it into Kansas. And then the first, it's like first three days actually of calling, I got the first contract. So
2: awesome. Yeah. It's kind that, of one
1: of those things, once you know how to ride the bike, so to speak.
2: Absolutely. A hundred percent. Once it's in place, it's now, where do you want to take it? Where do you want to go? It's like, do you want to do five markets, 10, 15? And obviously cost comes with it, teams <coughs> and, and, and all that. So you have to grow within, you know, what your vision is. But no, that, that's awesome guys. So real quick though, we, we've got a
0: bunch of people typing in some questions. Can okay. we just give them to these guys real quick? Just like try to, uh, Chris and Chris, try to like spitfire answers as quick as you can. Number one, how did you find investors to buy your deals? Let's do Chris White first.
1: I went to uh, Section8.com.
0: GoSection8.com.
1: GoSection8.com and just just spent two days, probably four hours each day, counting the phones, counting the phones. Hey, Chris here. I'm a local investor in the area. Hey, we just uh, saw you own this property over on 123 Main Street. Uh, Would you be interested in talking about making some money together this year? Awesome. That was it.
0: Chris Arnold, what what was your favorite way to find buyers?
3: So we pulled a list from ListSource and then used some of your training. And because there were some, there was 2,000, I think. So I sent out 20 a day text messages. And if they said of your your template, and then they started responding. So I'd pick up the phone and then do the same thing Chris did. Hey, we're looking to bring on some contracts in the next 30 days. What are you interested in? And we just grabbed their information. And then I moved it over into a, a buyer status.
0: Sounds really complicated. No, yeah.
1: I'm just kidding.
3: <laughs> all right,
1: Chris White.
0: How how did you manage all these deals at once? How do you how are you managing them?
1: It's a mess, actually. It's it's orga- it's, it's, it's organized chaos. The good problem. But do you have chaos.
0: like a CRM, a spreadsheet? You're using pen and paper.
1: Yep, I've got a CRM that we use pretty similar to almost exactly to the one you use, the REI Simple, I think it is. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Chris Arnold, what are you trying to use? How about that? Is that a better question? Yeah,
3: I actually, I have it on the main thing on REI Simple. And so, okay, and then yeah. I have, a, you know, a wholesaler in the market that manages the back end. Yeah, you know, Both sometimes, place.
0: I was going to say this too, we use RES Simple Podio, but sometimes we still even use something separate then once we get the deals under contract to track them. And that's okay. I think, Gavin, aren't you guys using Monday.com to track Yeah, we try that. Once. We
2: also use, uh, you know, Trello as well. So <laughs> different things. Um, but, yeah. but the key is, is that, and Chris, Chris White's right. When you get deals under contract, even in our business, it gets hectic. <laughs> Because you're trying to move them, you know, tenants, which ones have we seen? Have we got pictures yet? Can we get in organization? It's a good problem. These are all fantastic problems to have when you're trying to grow, right? So it's gone from trying to do a deal. Now we've got five or six or 10 going on. It's now chipping away for the rest of the team. Lead manager right? Chris Arnold's got a lead manager and someone helping making, making offers. Chris White's hired an acquisition manager. He's got his wife, obviously on the admin side. So now you're starting to scale that business, which we're going to come on to later, you know, about delegation, right? Automation. How do we maintain this? How do we continue this? How do we grow this? Because you as a single person or a partnership can only go so far without chipping away with the next things in place with the systems.
0: Excellent. All right, real quick. Chris, what are uh, one or two or three of your favorite sources for seller marketing, for finding seller leads? Chris White.
1: I get all of my seller leads from PropStream.
0: Cool. And then you cold call them, text them, mail them,
1: what? I cold call them and text them.
0: Cool. And we're going to be talking to everybody about cold calling in a minute here. A lot of you are asking questions of where do you find those guys. And uh, are you doing the cold calling yourself?
1: No, I've got a team now in place that Gavin's helped me set up.
3: Awesome.
0: Good. Uh, Chris Arnold, what's your favorite source of leads? For sellers right now,
3: favorite source is we grab them from list source. We have cold callers calling them, and then once they say they're interested in an offer, I give them a call. It's the best one by far. Beautiful. Are you doing any
0: other types of marketing, Chris? That you like, or
3: always I like to supplement. So PropStream is a good spot, and then also I'm always pulling Zillow leads to pad it to make sure I can make nice. a lot of offers.
2: Good. Right, that's a good 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 giveaway. He pulls Zillow to pad to make sure he's hitting his numbers every single day. If that if the other channels aren't bringing in so we can hit the numbers he brings in from that. So awesome. Nice. Good. Um,
0: you guys have been asking for the links, been putting them in the chat here. Chris and Chris, thank you guys so much. We're sending you a little gift. Thank um, you. I just asked Dana to send you something. and we appreciate you guys very much. Appreciate Thanks. you,
2: Joe. Yeah, guys awesome. right, you guys are awesome. All right, guys. Enjoy. Appreciate you. We you all
1: later.
2: Bye bye. Awesome.
0: Those guys are cool.